Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Video game stories don't make for neat endings. Unless they're short, self-contained, narrative-driven titles, there's a good chance a gaming story will become unwieldy at some point, as the writers and designers attempt to make it interesting for potentially tens, if not hundreds, of hours. Consequently then, this approach to storytelling can make for releases that offer up a finale that just seems to come out of nowhere. This goes double for games that have spanned an entire franchise, indulging in hundreds of hours of story and then scrambling in an attempt to tie all the threads together for a satisfying conclusion. And yes, I know the exact game you thought of immediately after that sentence was said, and yep, don't worry, it's absolutely on the list. They might not necessarily be bad, but it's undeniable that these finales took everyone by surprise. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are nine insane video game endings that totally came out of nowhere. Number nine, Nier Automata. Technically, about 20 of Nier Automata's many endings could have made it on this list, as they're all equally ridiculous and surprising, but it's the main proper ending that's the most mind-blowing because of just how definitive it is. After completing the game three different times, you're thrown one final choice, asked whether or not you want to tackle a last challenge in order to save the main characters from their untimely deaths. Obviously, you're not a monster, so you say yes, and are kicked into the title's final set piece, a bullet hell sequence set in the game's credits where you have to shoot the names of the other people who actually made the game. It's extremely punishing, and eventually you're asked whether you need assistance, which comes in the form of gamer tags from other people who have also completed the mission. A credits brawl in general is already a weird way to finish a game, but then Nia throws you one final curveball. You can delete all your saved progress and join the ranks of the gamer tags, or you can hold on to it and hope other people have made the sacrifice to help others beat the game. Number 8, The Witness. So this is technically more of a secret ending than anything else, but it's so outrageously meta that it more than deserves a spot on this list. It's kind of convoluted to figure out how to trigger the climax, oi oi, but the general gist is that you have to find a hint in the challenge rooms that'll direct you back to the puzzle that unlocked the very first gate in the game. Though it's already technically complete, the hint will show that there's an alternate answer you can input, which will fire a beam of light off the gate into the air. Align the light with the sun to unlock yet another puzzle, and once you've finished that, you'll open up a gateway out of the game itself. Follow this, and eventually, you'll end up leaving the code of the game, and entering the real world. What comes next is an FMV, all shot from the perspective of the game's designer Jonathan Blow. It essentially puts you in the mind of the developer, as he goes about his daily routine, stretching, going to work, playing around with the figures on his desk, and completely smashing the fourth wall. 
Number 7, NBA 2K16. In one of the strangest moves the gaming world will ever see, 2K drafted writer-director and all-around legend Spike Lee into craft the story mode for NBA 2K16. Titled Living the Dream, the Spike Lee joint cast you as Freck. Or is it Freak? I can't remember, I just know that it's short for Frequency Vibrations, which is the best name of all time. A player who, through hard work, manages to climb the ranks of the NBA. However, it isn't all just glitz, glam and basketball, which is absolutely going to be the title of my autobiography, by the way, and there's a huge dramatic focus surrounding Freck's personal life. The ingredients were there for a really special story, but the execution wasn't exactly flawless, and all this drama kind of resulted in a weird, totally inconsistent hodgepodge of just cutscenes. Even worse, it has a strange ending that serves as a dour, if admittedly explosive, cap on the experience as a whole. It turns out your character's childhood friend Vic is killed in an apparent suicide via an intentional car crash. And the title ends with his ghost making his way to an abandoned basketball court and reading his goodbye note to the camera. It's well acted and the music gets the heartstrings going, but it's such a strange, surreal ending, even in a story mode as strange and surreal as this. Number 6, Assassin's Creed 3. Assassin's Creed 3 was the apex of Ubisoft's late 2000s slash early 2010s indulgence. Although it was the third numbered title, the series had been growing larger with yearly releases for far too long. Spanning a mad story about time travel, gods, and an incoming apocalypse via a solar flare that the developers of the third title had the misfortune of attempting to wrap up. Finishing the story of Desmond, the title essentially ends with an impossible choice. The hero can either doom the world to its fiery destruction or trust Juno, an all-powerful, mysterious alien god thing to save the world. But he has to sacrifice his own life in the process. The actual consequences of this decision are never properly explained or explored, and the series' main story essentially concludes with the player dead and a benevolent demigod set to preside over humanity. Hooray! Future games wouldn't even attempt to really make sense of it either, opting to pull away from the grand overarching story in general. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. 
For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Fear 2. Fear 2 is one of the very best horror games of the 2000s, mixing genuine Japanese-tinged horror with satisfying first-person shooting that didn't undercut the scares. In a lot of ways, it was similar to Dead Space 2, a bigger, meaner version of an atmospheric original title, which would give way to a third game's transition into total action-oriented nonsense. The eventual trajectory of the series is especially disappointing considering the way the second game ends though, subjecting players to one of the weirdest, most uncomfortable climaxes in video game history, and yes, pun absolutely intended. The entire game is centered around Alma Wade, a creepy undead child who can twist reality and essentially has the power to turn the entire world into a living hellscape. As a spec ops soldier called Beckett, you're tasked with taking her down, with Alma occasionally shedding her younger girl visage for an older, more sexually provocative image. Just when you think you've completed your mission during the game's final moments, however, your vision starts to cut back to reality, where Alma is sexually assaulting Beckett, revealing the entire final mission to be nothing but a hallucination. Instead of stopping her, you've actually impregnated her. And the sequel ends on the promise of Alma's child bringing about the apocalypse. Good work. Number four, Inside. Inside's entire story is purposefully abstract and ambiguous, so it's probably no surprise that its ending makes just as little immediate sense as the rest of the game. You play as a boy attempting to navigate a dangerous dystopian city built on the slave labor and mind control of humanoid husks. Eventually, you make your way through to a huge science complex where a bunch of officials are experimenting on the huddle. Essentially, it's a big blob of people, limbs, and consciousness, a horrifying creature that's essentially the personification of the hangover fear I feel every Sunday morning. You infiltrate the tank it's being kept in, free it from its confines, but get sucked into the huddle itself, now part of its amalgamation of bodies. Using its power, you break out of the complex, destroying it in the process, and escape the walled city and roll down into the coastline before being bathed in beautiful, optimistic light. It's a strangely hopeful ending, but it's one that's a bit of a head-scratcher. Even worse, the optimism of the resolution is undercut by the fact that this exact scenario has been built in miniature in the lab before you break out, suggesting your so-called escape was actually anything but. Number 3, Far Cry 5. 
Far Cry 5's story, for the most part anyway, is pretty compelling. Spending hours taking down Joseph Seed and his religious cult family, you're subjected to the kind of end-of-the-world rhetoric that's defined these groups both in fiction and in real life, with the assumption that they're using doomsday prophecies as merely a means of manipulation and control. However, after you complete the proper ending of the game and attempt to take Seed into custody, there's a final twist. That being, he was right all along. Just as you're about to lock him up, a nuclear warhead detonates a few miles away, and the suggestion is that whether or not the villain had actually any control over the outcome, his vision of an apocalypse was totally correct. From here, you attempt to outrun the blast, and the game ends with both you and Seed making it to a Fallout bunker. Safe and apparently sound. The only problem is, Seed managed to get the upper hand in the struggle and has taken you hostage, forced to live out the end of the world as his captive. At that point, the atomic fire outside probably looked a little bit appealing. Number 2, Metal Gear Solid 5. Part of the reason the ending to Metal Gear Solid 5 comes out of nowhere is probably down to the split between the publisher and the developers, causing the second half to be butchered. There's no real structure to the title storytelling as it moves into the third act, as major set pieces are included between repeated Chapter 1 missions that don't provide any context to what's actually going on. Compounding the suddenness of the finale, which arrives without any fanfare, is that it doubles as a twist that recontextualizes the entire game. The final mission is essentially just the first mission again, played through without any variation, but at the end, in a cutscene no less, it's revealed that you haven't actually been playing as Big Boss like you thought you were. Well, you kind of have. You have his face and you've been his public image, but you're actually a survivor of the explosion from the end of MGS5's epilogue, Ground Zeroes, who's changed his appearance and has been convinced that he's the legendary soldier. What impact does this have on the story? Uh, not a thing. They played us like a damn fiddle. Number one, of course, it's Mass Effect 3. Say what you will about the finale to Mass Effect, but nobody could have expected it to resolve the sci-fi series in the manner it did. The entire third game has you struggling to build the Crucible, which has been promised to be the only effective weapon against the invading Reaper force. You eventually succeed, but it turns out the machine isn't some kind of giant instant win space gun that can take out all the Reapers, but actually a way to change the very fabric of space and time. When you activate the machine, you're welcomed by the Catalyst, an AI that's made up of the collective knowledge of the Reapers, as well as all the civilizations they've harvested over the years. After it's done monologuing, it gives you a choice of three ways to stave off the total destruction of the galaxy. Either destroy all AI and technology in existence, forcing all races to start over again, take control of the Reapers directly, or synergize all organic and synthetic life into one new super species. Each outcome seems pretty terrible, and the original ending barely provided any context for what your decision meant for the world at large. Finishing this series was never going to be easy, but this 2001-esque final choice came completely out of nowhere. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.